Welcome to the Direct Sellers Podcast, the podcast for direct sellers who are ready to get uncomfortable, build their business, and grow a team while changing the face of the direct sales industry. I'm your host, Rachel Perry. Join me as we get real and talk about all the things you need to kick some serious direct sales booty. From overcoming limiting beliefs to sharing the exact strategies you need to attract the right people who become customers and beg to join your team. I've got you covered, girl. I'm going to be your new BFF when it comes to balancing life and kids while building your direct sales business with poise, peace of mind, and of course, a good set of fake eyelashes. Let's get started. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Direct Sellers Podcast. What's up, my friends? How is it December already? Can we can we just take a moment and talk about that? Like when did that happen? <laughs> right? I feel like it was just February because I was creating and building up and and doing whatever I needed to do to get that Freedom Summit off the ground. And now it's December. And now I need to be thinking about Christmas presents for my kids. What? Y'all, how has your year been? We are having a team Rachel planning sesh on Friday. And part of that is going to be reflecting on 2021. And I haven't done that yet. I haven't had a chance to just really sit down and think about our wins, about our losses, about the lessons that we learned. But I'm here for it. You know what I mean? And actually, I'm going to guide you guys through that whole process next, well, tomorrow, when you're listening to this, it's tomorrow for the Best Year Yet workshop. That is still open for registration. Just go to rachelaperry.com forward slash best year yet. Friend, you need to be in there. Legit. It is awesome. You're getting a workbook. You're getting peer mastermind sessions in that. You're getting unlimited access. Like it is going to be legit. So definitely check that out. But I'm really excited because I think reflection is so important when you're planning for your 2022. And y'all, 2022 is going to be your best year yet. Are you ready for it? Because it's going to happen. Like, are you ready? Yeah? Because it's going to be amazing. I am so ready for it. Uh, I'm so excited. But today, I'm not going to talk about your best year yet. Today, we're going to actually, well, what we're going to talk about will help you (laughs) attain your best year yet. But I think there's something missing in your business. I know there's been something missing in my business, this thing that we're going to talk about. And I was talking to one of my one-on-one clients yesterday. Actually, she's a member of my Wealth and Worth 2.0 Elite group. And she was saying that she has been feeling like this is missing. And I thought it was very telling. See, I feel like I get inspired as to what I'm supposed to talk about on this podcast by things that happen. I think it's God telling me these things. And um, I was like, oh my gosh, this is sort of like, hello, Rachel, let's talk about this because it's come up in my life a couple of times recently. And that is fun. Yeah, like fun. Do you, are you having fun in your life? Are you having fun in your business? Because you know what? Fun is where it's at. Now, I understand. You can't necessarily be having fun all the time. That's something that this person right here has a hard time understanding. 
Okay. Like if it's not fun, I don't want to do it. And I think that means that I'm an Enneagram nine. Is that right? Or seven, maybe, maybe seven. I'm not great. I haven't mastered this Enneagram thing yet. And so I'm dying to know more about it, but I'm pretty sure I'm a seven. And I, well, I scored high on seven, nine, and two. So I think that means that I'm a people pleasing person who likes to have fun but doesn't like conflict. Did I nail it? (laughs) But anyway, I am realizing I don't have enough fun in my life and I'm not the only one. You guys, we have been through a whole heck of a lot these past, I'm going to say two years. Okay. Even though it hasn't been exactly two years since our lives got locked down because of COVID, but I've just been really reflecting on the past, you know, 2020 and 2021. And I've shared this before, but I'm tired. I'm really, really tired. And I am no psychologist, but I would venture to say that a lot of it is just that it's finally catching up with me. Do you feel like that? Is there any part of you that's just like, holy cow, I feel like I've just been through the ringer? That I believe is part partly due to the fact that we've been living in this pandemic. And yes, things are getting better, but it's still there. It's still hanging over us. Where I live, we're still wearing masks. I mean, a lot of people aren't, but we are. We're still wearing masks. Kids are wearing masks to school. And you know what? Side note on that. My kids wear masks to school. But why are my kids getting sick? <laughs> like, I'm sorry, but... If, if we're wearing masks so that we don't catch COVID, can we please also not catch the tummy bug or colds or flu? Thank you and good day. Like, that's what I'm saying, right? Like, if you can prevent me from getting that stuff, well, I don't, I don't care about wearing a mask anyway, but, but like, please. I feel like that is something that we should all, like, it should just be a given that if they're wearing masks to school, nobody should be getting sick, <laughs> Right? I mean, I'm like, what? You have missed so many days of school for this stupid cold. And then I'm like, well, can I send you to school? Like, I don't want you to have to get a COVID test because I know it's not COVID, but I don't really know it's not COVID. I mean, you don't have a fever, but I think it's a cold, but I don't want you to have to get a COVID test. I mean, listen, I am all, listen, I am, if we needed to get a COVID test, we would get a COVID test, but I just don't want to put Emma through that. I don't want to put my kids through that if I don't have to. So I, you know, I'm like, when can I send them back to school? I don't know. I don't know. This is, we're all figuring this out together. (laughs) But anyway, I mean, finally we got Emma vaccinated and I'm so happy about that. And listen, I'm not, I know some people feel very strongly about not getting their kids vaccinated and other people feel very strongly about getting their kids vaccinated. We chose to get our children vaccinated. We felt like that was the best choice for our family and that's what we did. So, but there's, there's no, like, I don't want to like have that conversation, right? Because there's just so much division. I mean, there's so much division about everything and I hate that so much. I hate division. But anyway, I guess that goes back to my Enneagram not liking conflict. That's not what we're talking about, though. But what I wanted to just, I want you to take a moment to recognize that, you know, we have been under stress. We have been. And if you're a mom, like as women, we tend to be, you know, the nurturers and we tend to be the ones that are kind of making sure everyone's okay and all the things. And that catches up with you. 
because we didn't really have time to process what was going on. I mean, really, did anyone? Because no one really knew what was going on. But it just was very different, right? And there's just been a lot. There's been a lot of loss. There's been a lot of of sadness. Mental health issues are at an all-time high. People felt isolated. They feel isolated. I was talking to my like both teachers at both my, my daughter's school, middle school and my son's high school. And they were saying behavior is awful right now. Actually, even in elementary school, the behavior is awful because part of it is that so many kids were home without supervision. Another part of it is that there, there's sort of this leniency because people feel, you know, they, everyone feels bad that they had to go through this. And so it's just like, it's, they're not being held accountable. It's just, it's not a great situation, right? Like there are repercussions from COVID. Like there are going to be repercussions emotionally, mentally, physically, et cetera. And that is stress in itself, but that's not all that we've been dealing with, right? Like we live in a society where it's like, go, 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 accomplish something, accomplish something, reach your goals, hit your sales goals, get that team growing. Your upline even might be pushing you and and having these ridiculously high expectations for you where you feel even more pressure. There are so many outside sources, if you will, that are kind of pushing us down, right? Where we feel like, oh my gosh, even our own expectations of ourselves, sometimes those are the worst, right? We have these expectations for ourselves and we can't, we don't measure up. And then when you don't measure up, you feel like a failure. You feel like you, you just feel like crap, right? That's why I hate expectations, except I still have expectations for myself, but I'm just saying, I really don't, I'm working on that, you guys. But it's a lot, right? It's just, it is a lot. And we're hustling and you're working and you might be stressing and we're forgetting to have fun. Now, there's a reason you joined your company. There's a reason you've started your business. It might be so that you can make more money. It might be so that you can get some freedom. You can find some community, some connections outside of just being a mom, just being a mom. I say that in quotation marks <laughs> because hello. Wh- whatever it is, we sometimes lose sight of that word. And here's the thing. I remember vividly, I was at a mastermind retreat. This was in 20, was this? I don't even remember when this was. I think it was 2020. It was right before covid everything locked down. And I remember there was a guy there who could, and I think I've talked about this before in my podcast. There was a guy, a speaker who came and he had this gift where he had done this research on personality types. And he could tell by the way you looked, by the way you stood, by the way you walked, all the things, what your personality was. And I was fascinated by this because I am, I love learning about personalities. I love studying the human, just everything about humans. I just, I could people watch forever. I love, I love it. And then there was a, he asked a question. No, he didn't even ask a question. He said, he said, there's, you know, I can tell there are people in this room. There are a couple of people in this room who are very stressed. He said, there are people, there are a couple of people in this room who are very stressed, who are not sort of walking into their truth. They're not being who they are supposed to be. Like they're not, they're being someone they're not. They're acting as if they're someone they're not. And I was like, oh my gosh, who is that? Like, 
oh my gosh, so not me. And then he looked at me and he was like, you're one of them. I was like, I'm sorry, what? No, no, that no, you're wrong. And he was like, and I can tell, I can tell by the stress in your neck. I can tell by how you're sitting. And I was so upset. I was so angry because then he said, and it's really important for you to know this because, you know, this can lead to heart disease. It can lead to heart attacks. It can lead to strokes. And I'm like, you're telling me I'm going to die. And I was so upset, defensive, right? That's what it was. I felt very defensive because I felt like I was being who I'm meant to be. and, And I wasn't trying to be someone that I'm not. But then the more I thought about it and I cooled down, I just realized. He was right. I am try I was trying to be someone that I I wasn't. I was trying to f- reach these expectations that I'd set for myself that were unrealistic. And it was creating a lot of stress in my life and it was at that moment I realized I'm missing the fun. I'm missing the fun part of Rachel, right? Like what lights me up? And I and I think it was I just felt I you know, I'd been feeling pressure. I'd been feeling pressure to bring in a certain amount of money because I had just started, you know, this business on my own. I felt the pressure to prove to people myself, I don't know that I could do it on my own. I had a lot of stress and I'd missed the fun part. And I remember another time when I was at my mastermind, James, my mentor at the time, I remember him saying, if it doesn't feel good, then don't do it. And I was like, oh my God, (laughs) like, of course you're going to say that you're a guy, right? Like, of course, if it needs, everything needs to be fun. But then I realized he's onto something. If it doesn't feel good, then why are we doing it? Right? I know that that sounds so simplistic somehow, but it's true. Like if, if you're not enjoying what you do, then why are you doing it? Now, my husband would shake his head. He doesn't love his work. He doesn't. And I know that if he he's like, okay, Rachel, like I have responsibilities and I get that. But in your business, let's, let's look at your business. Like, yes, there are things that you have to do in your business that are not your favorite. Yes. 100%. But at the core, do you love, are you having fun? Do you love what you're doing? And are you having fun? Because if you're not, then, then you need to go back to what is fun. So I had mentioned at the beginning, I was talking to, I was, I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast that I was talking to one of my elite clients and she's like, you know what? There's just so much pressure. Like there are so many, so many things that we're told we have to do because we're in direct sales. And there are so many things that we're told we, we have to say, and I don't feel good doing any of that. And I'm just going to go back to being, doing what I love and having fun. And I'm going to tell my team to do the same thing. And I think that is so powerful because if we lose sight of the purpose, the reason we started this, if we lose sight of what this is supposed to be, then it does become stressful and it does become frustrating and overwhelming and all the things because we don't We're not having fun. You guys, when I was with the tag team, I had fun all the time. Working with Amanda was so much fun. We wore wigs. We dressed up. We made videos. And it was work to do those things. Like, I dreaded the days when I had to go put on all my wigs because it was so much effort. But it was so much fun, right? That's why I started bringing the wigs out again. I'm like, wigs make wigs make me happy. I feel feel happy when I wear wigs and I become someone different. 
I haven't quite figured out who my Jasmine is. I haven't brought Jasmine back yet because I kind of feel like she's like tag team. But but I I I miss having that alter ego, and that sounds so crazy, but it's true. And that's what was fun for me, right? Like that was fun. So we need to go back to what we do that is fun, right? So let me ask you, think about these questions. What lights you up? What lights you up? What lights me up is making people laugh. Mm -hmm. It's true. What lights me up is, is connecting with you guys, whether it be in my coach, during my coaching calls, whether it be on Facebook and Instagram. Okay. So here's, here's something that's funny. This is funny. I am not a fan of Facebook. You guys know that. I don't love Facebook. I don't love Facebook, but my people are on Facebook. You guys are on Facebook. Not a lot of my people are on Instagram. (laughs) I'm like, no, I want you guys to be on Instagram (laughs) because Instagram is fun for me. And you know what? I'm not, that's okay. I thought for a minute, well, maybe I should just really not lean into Instagram. Maybe I need to lean more into Facebook. Sure. Yes. I probably should lean more into Facebook, but I'm not going to stop Instagram because it's fun for me. It is fun for me and I love it. So I'm going to keep doing that because it's fun and it lights me up. I'm trying TikTok. I feel very much out of place over there and I am not getting a ton of views on my videos, but I'm doing it because it's fun, right? So what makes you happy? What, what just lights you up and makes you happy? Do more of that. I mean, yes, like being with your family and all that is probably what makes you happy. But like in your business, what makes you happy? When I was in direct sales, I loved doing in-person parties. I didn't love getting ready for them. And I didn't love the, the process of driving to the place <laughs> for the party. But I loved meeting people and I loved making people laugh. So I needed, if I was still doing that, I would need to do more of that because it, it, I, I loved it. Okay. Do more of what makes you happy. Do more of what lights you up and let go of these expectations and this pressure that we're putting on ourselves. And, and also that your leaders are putting on you. If you feel bogged down by the expectations that your leaders have on you, and maybe that's a whole nother podcast episode, but I think it's really important for you to set boundaries because when we have expectations put on us by people, you know, in leadership, that can become very, very, very sort of life sucking. I mean, it, it really, that's what it is. Like it, it can really just, you know, take the air out of you. So really learn to set boundaries. And, and I think we do need to do a podcast on boundaries, but just think about this as the year comes to an end, what lights you up? What makes you happy? And how can you do more of that in your business? Because when you're having fun, everyone else around you is having fun too. It's so much easier to show up to your job, (laughs) to your business when you're having fun. And yes, I'm not saying that every aspect of your business is going to be fun, but for the most part, like what lights you up? What lights you up? Do more of that. Okay. That is your job in the next week. Well, actually you have two, you have two jobs. The first is just sign up and join me for your best year yet workshop tomorrow. Sister, talk about fun. Okay. We are going to have so much fun. 
I love these, these workshops. And then I want you to start thinking about what lights you up and what makes you happy and how you can incorporate more of that in your life, because you are going to be a better mom, a better wife, a better sister, a better friend, a better business owner when you're having more fun in your life. Okay. All right, my friends, I love your face. I can't wait to be back here next week. Actually next week, if all goes according to plan, we have a very special podcast episode. I'm interviewing Christy Wright. She is an author. She's um, connected with Dave Ramsey. I'm so excited about it. So hopefully that all works out. We've had to reschedule a couple of times, but what? I'm thrilled. So anyway, look for that next week. And I love your faces and I will talk to you soon. That's it for this week's episode of Making the Leap. Thank you for joining me today, you guys. And hey, listen, if you love today's episode and think your downline, upline, or even your sideline might benefit from it, or even the podcast, send them a link, share this episode, or screenshot it and share it on Instagram and tag me at Rachel A. Perry. I'd truly be so honored. And hey, listen, if you haven't already, come and hang out with me over on the gram, where I share all kinds of craziness and free resources to help you make the leap both in business and in life. Because let's face it, life and business can be hard. So why not get all the help we can? Till next week, my friends.